0: Hello and welcome to Emma Stoners, I guess that's what we're calling this because we have no better name, a 35-minute <laughs> movies podcast. This is the podcast where we're going through Emma Stone's entire filmography and we're ranking and reviewing them. Uh, so yeah, each and every week we're starting from the beginning to the end and we're going to just talk and review, every, review and rank every single one of them. I'm Cameron and as always I'm joined by... Are you Emma Stone's number one fan? Are we going to call you Emma Stone's number one fan, or are we just I would like
1: to think I'm up there, but I know you're you're also a, a pretty big Emma Stone fan. I can. So, I, I
0: I'm pretty big. I'm a pretty big Emma Stone fan. So I don't know. I I have to try and battle out over the next <laughs> few weeks to see who becomes we'll Emma Stone's out, yeah. number one fan. <laughs> But who are, you are waste. I just forgot to say your name. You're a yes, waste. Yes,
1: I am. Yeah, and we're, we're getting high on that Emma Stone content over the next yeah. few weeks. Where you could, yeah, Emma Stoners.
0: <laughs> what are you hoping to see over the next, um, I don't even know how many, 15, 14 weeks of um, Emma Stone I'm, watching?
1: I'm excited to see the progression of her career. Because, you know, we were sort of talking about this when we were coming up with who we wanted to do next. And vin diesel was obviously our last sort of podcast topic and that was fun um but i think that was maybe the reverse of sort of you know in terms of like he started out with sort of more artsy sort of indie roles and progressed into more mainstream you know very similar sort of stuff whereas emma stone i think i mean right from the beginning has had very interesting picks but i feel like they just get Stranger and better as, as we sort of go on, and I'm very excited to sort of dip into to revisit some some old films, that, but also watch some some of the new ones. What about yourself?
0: Yeah, no, I just I think she's got such a a great filmography. Just looking at yeah. it, and yeah. you know, you've got you've got stuff like Super Bad. To she's played stuff like Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider Man movies, which of course I'm a massive defender of, and I will <laughs> defend those movies for a very long time. Uh, and then we've also got stuff like you know Lala La Land, which she won an Oscar for. I mean Cruella just came out and we'll be talking about that around the end of the year and yeah Croods 2 as well yeah Croods 2 I mean she's got such a varied career with different different things and it is yeah the charting the course from the, the sort of common like the high school comedy she starts off in and then over to now I mean her next film is a Yorgos Lanthimos movie like her second yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos movie yeah. so it's you yeah. know it's she's, she's got quite a <laughs> quite a career it's quite mad So first we're talking about is Superbad, directed by Greg Mottola. That came out in 2007, which was Emma Stone's first movie. It stars Jonah Hill, Michael Cera, Bill Hader, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, um, yeah. Of which it's loosely based on. I believe it's based on Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's life. Could you tell me what happens in this movie, Oace?
1: Yeah, so Seth and Evan, um, played by Michael Cera and uh, Jonah Hill, their best friends are inseparable, but they're coming to the sort of last few weeks of, of high school. Um And they usually shunned by the popular kids. They sort of find their luck beginning to change when they're invited to um, a party and decide that they want to really sort of amp up the coolness and and buy everyone alcohol. And um, Seth wants to get with Jules, who's played by Emma Stone, and wants to impress her. So it's sort of in their sort of pursuit of of alcohol and and sort of popularity... um, they get up to they get up to some just crazy stuff. Really, I think is probably the best way to
0: to describe yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's crazy and um, yeah. This I think this one of the films. This is one of the most iconic ones in our list. I think we saw yeah. it's pretty iconic, very influential for the comedies, the, the sort of high school comedies that came out afterwards. I mean, yeah, you watch this now after seeing Book Smart and you're almost like, this is just Booksmart exactly with what men. Gonna say, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's so it's so similar to that but do you think it holds up do you think it still holds up as a comedy i do
1: i i do i think it's i think it's fantastic um it's i mean it, you know it's so influential like you, you sort of talk about sort of booksmart being super bad with girls but like i remember when booksmart came out and literally all the sort of poster quotes were like super bad but with girls like like that's how iconic this film is it you know Every high school comedy was trying to be super bad. It gets the sort of heart right. It gets the sort of vulgar, sort of raunchy, crude humor right. Um it's just, it's just such a fun time. It's so wild as well. Like it's just like the film doesn't ever really stop for a second. And I, I, I like, it's a lot to watch. Sometimes I think, I think it can be a bit too much. Sometimes you need to pause it and take a wee breather. Yeah. Um, but like, it's. I, that, you know that's what i love about it and i and it's insane to me insane to me that this is emma stone's first first film
0: yeah yeah you watch it back now and you're like Oofed, how did they get away with that like you get you, there's some jokes 100%. in there that you're like, oh my god oh boy uh am, am i allowed to be watching this now uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah no it, it's it's pretty pretty intense for what it was but that's seth rogan for you i mean you can tell that there is like grains of truth based on like his real life because it is so <laughs> semi based in his life, yeah. which is which is funny. I mean, I don't know if you've l- read or listened to it. Yeah, I've I downloaded um Seth Rogen's new book, Your Book, which is based okay, on yeah. just all, of his, mm-hmm. all of his crazy stories from growing up. And you, and some of them are so mental, but they're all the reason I think the reason I loved it is because so much of it did remind me of this super bad, and yeah. it's all that kind of sense of humor, which has just made me laugh and laugh and laugh. And yeah, this this film is great, really. It's like kind of. I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. I know, maybe not stylish. Is stylish the right word? There's a lot of there's a lot of like odd direction choices, especially at the beginning yeah. sort of yeah. um, intro sequence as well with the dancing. The title sequence is randomly seventies esque. There's also random like um, filmography bloody um, like not like filmography random film references and yeah like, yeah yeah. I'm yeah, sorry yeah. the I'm sorry the porn isn't directed by the Coen brothers. There was, there was like loads of random wee nuggets for like of just really obscure film references for no apparent yeah. reason other than
1: <laughs> other than just why not yeah I, I, lo- I love that though because to me like to me these characters are nerds and this is the best portrayal of like actual ner- like you know most of the time you see a film and you see a nerd in the film and you know they've got the sort of stereotypical nerd look and they're always you know They, like, really overdo it in terms of conversation to, you know, really hammer home the idea that, oh, these people are nerds. This film doesn't. They just throw little nuggets like that, which, let's be honest, you know, if we're having a conversation, we're not, you know, we would say something like that. You know, it's just, like, little sort of tidbits of, like... Yeah. You know, film references, things like that, that they just throw in there that sort of anchors the point but feels realistic as well. Yeah. um, I I love that. I think I want to talk a wee bit about mclovin because one of the most iconic the yes. most iconic gags in like film history i think is with the fake id is so funny it's, oh, it's and the so robbery funny.
0: yeah <laughs> people celebrate it on twitter every year every time it's mclovin yeah, yeah. It's it's every time it's it
1: his birthday seth rogan's mom me. on twitter gets involved as well which is just i, I absolutely love that
0: and he's based on like, he's based loosely on the person that existed as well, which is yeah, even funnier yeah. to me. Which is which is brilliant. I mean, yeah, Christopher Plas plays um, Fogel, who's who has yeah. a ID card which has McLovin on it, and yeah, he's he's carted <laughs> the around. The worst ID by, card ever. Yeah, he's carted around by these police officers for the entire movie, who are batshit crazy, played by yeah. Seth Rogen and Bill Hader. It is the best like B plot going. It is it's one of the funniest things. I think so I think Bill good. Hader and several gonna have some some of the funniest bits in this. Um, I was doing some reading as well, and McLovin like is the least like cool, the least popular, least coolest person on the planet. But for some reason, he this is like the night of his life. He get he pulls some girls, he gets all that, yeah. and he has he, there's a sex scene with McLovin in it. Yeah, and I was reading. Christopher Vince Plas was only seventeen at the time, yeah, so his mum yeah, had yeah, to was be the on set. <laughs> For the sex scene, he was the youngest person there, and his mom had to be on set for the sex yeah, scene. Yeah, because thought...
1: Michael Sarah was eighteen, and Jonah Hill was twenty. Was twenty three, um, which is weird because Jonah Hill looks like the youngest of, of the lot. Yeah. I think, um, but that's just that's just that's exactly what you'd expect from Superbad, though. Like Christopher Mintz-Plasse's yeah. mom's, you know, have, having to supervise, um, which I just I just think is 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 so funny to me. <laughs>
0: It's such a it's such a movie, and I mean it, it's it seems to be standing the test of time. I don't know when it will become unrelevant. I think it's probably going to have maybe a good few good. <laughs> it's got a good few more years left, but oh my! It's it's iconic. Um, but do, do you, you wanna-
1: think it would ever? Do you think it would ever not become iconic? I, I if anything, know. I feel like it would just become. Like I feel like it would be. You know, I feel like it would certainly become more and more dated. But
0: I don't, don't want to like become it's that sh- guy, though. I don't be like. The bloody comedy police are going to get to it, it's going to be over me. But, like, there's some jokes that here you're like, oh boy. I mean, like, is it's, this, it's you you know pushing I mean? it, it's pushing yeah. it for sure.
1: But I don't know, for me, I, I just, I, it's such an iconic. Everyone knows Super Bad, everyone's seen Super Bad, yeah. everyone loves it. um w- Were you one of those kids? Because I remember when it came out, it was one of those sort of movies that, I mean, I know I was too young, but it was one of those films that everyone was sort of watching underage.
0: Um, you know what i only watched it for the first time maybe four years ago now yeah i'm about
1: i'm about the same but i remember there was this sort of weird thing around super like it was it was like cool to have seen super bad if you were you know under under 15
0: yeah i i was getting referenced while i was in high school and i hadn't seen it and i i don't think i was really conscious of it i remember vividly seeing the poster for it though at the Yodin in dunfermline while i was like going to see um like I think yeah, it was that oh, super bad, and then for some reason the Step Brothers, had like this massive. I don't know if you remember this. It had a massive book as like one of yeah. the cinema props. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, one of the yeah. Things yeah. That, um, but yeah, no, Superbad bad. Poster stood out to me because I would used to stand waiting on my dad to come and pick me my mum up from the cinema, and um, I would look at all the posters that were all outside in the big racks and stuff, and were, the Superbad was always one mm-hmm. I looked at. Um, yeah, so that it's I remember it, and I remember it being like a part, but I never like seeked out until. Late, until late recently on, like,
1: yeah i'm the same i feel like i appreciate it more though yeah um having sort of seen it later in my life i've got a sort of fun trivia fact for you so okay. no actual alcoholic beverage companies would give the film permission to to use, use their... so all the all the alcohol in the movie is like fake like 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 brand wise because just no no company wanting to be associated with it Jesus Christ!
0: And <laughs> they, can called you it, blame they called them? it a
1: boner. They called it a boner movie.
0: <laughs> well, are they wrong though? Let's be honest here. Are they? Are they wrong? <laughs>
1: it, it, it's it's true. Let's be honest. <laughs> but I think for me, one of my sort of favorite facts about this is Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg started writing this when they were thirteen.
0: <laughs> Magic. And can. can <laughs> It Is shows. Is it not obvious? Is it not obvious <laughs> no, exactly. as well? Exactly.
1: <laughs> I, I just think that I mean that just shows their talent as writers. Yeah. Um speaking of talent, one person we've actually not spoken about funnily enough, Emma Stone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she plays she's the she's the heart and soul of this movie when you think about it. I uh, yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> it's the mission to get her beer for her party. And yeah. I mean, I mean, screen time's limited, but Yeah. at the same time I mean, makes her presence known. I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, she's not got a lot of comedy bits. I don't think she's not got a lot of. There's not a ton of bits. There's not a ton of everything. But yeah, yeah it's a it's a I solid get... first film. Um, yeah. Don't know. I don't know what else you want to add to that because it is so difficult to rate. On yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, she started. I mean, you know it's mad to think this is her first film, but like she definitely started out sort of in a supporting role. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think you really watch super bad for Emma Stone. I think no. she's a great, I, I love the balance she brings to it. Um, I love the sort of, I feel like her character is a nice sort of contradiction to the humour. Sometimes I feel like that sort of heart and levity is, is, it's it's needed in a film like this. And I feel like her, um, her character does bring a lot, to the other characters um but I, you know she doesn't get a lot of time to sort of shine on her own which is you know fair considering it is just her first ever project it's and
0: still a big supporting role for it's, her it's, first feature yeah you know it's oh, 100%. Still a hundred percent
1: and it's i mean obviously turned into this incredibly iconic film and you know right out the gate that just i think that just tells you a lot about the kind of actress she was and the choices she was making um but yeah, I mean, I think she's she's delightful in this.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it really launched her. I mean, uh, have you got anything else you want to add? Do you got any other fun facts from here?
1: Uh, well, actually, funnily enough, her character was almost played by Jennifer Lawrence, which I'm not sure what that would have been like.
0: Because I can't imagine it being much different, especially 2007. Yeah. Seven Jennifer Lawrence can't have been much different to 2007 Emma Stone when you think but about it.
1: When I see, yeah, maybe this is because of like earlier jennifer lawrence's career but when i think of like early jennifer lawrence i think of like winter's bone and sort of like a more hardened like colder sort of you know characters um uh, so i you know in my head i can't see her bringing the sort of same um heart to it that maybe emma emma brought but yeah i mean i think i just yeah i think that's very interesting that we almost could had jennifer lawrence in it
0: we could have never had this podcast if Jennifer Lawrence had got it. So
1: Yeah, maybe we'd have, have been doing Jennifer Lawrence talk instead.
0: Could have been. It could have had a completely different trajectory. Um, yeah, so do you want to... Do you want to give me a... So we're going to do the ratings a bit different in this time round, are we not? So we're just <laughs> going to... Because last time we did ratings, it all got a bit <laughs> mental. I mean, does, we had one for overall movie and we had one for performance, not performance. We, we called it a performance towards the end, but it was actually it was based Diesel-less. on how Dominic Toretto the movie was for our Vin <laughs> Diesel podcast. Yeah. So this time around, we're just going to consolidate it to one overall score for the movie. We can talk a bit about, I think we can still talk about best performances late. And if we ever do a ranking episode, we're not quite sure what the whole situation will be but um yeah we can still talk about best performances and stuff later on maybe but yeah so let's just do one score for the overall film i get five you get five and we'll make it out of ten for the ending yeah so super bad out of five why are you rating it i'm gonna
1: go four it's a it's a fantastic movie um you know i think it i think it holds up really well there are parts of it that don't and i think it can be it, it, it's it's, it's energy is sometimes to its detriment for me personally. Um, but at the same time, I, I think it's just such a funny film. Like, it's yeah. so funny. It's so heartfelt. It, it just sort of gets everything right. And, you know, I, I know I'm always going to have a good time with it.
0: Yeah. Um. And to start us off again with the whole... We have the exact same opinion on everything. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd also give the Superbad a four. It's, yeah, iconic, hilarious Seth Rogen and Bill Hader make me laugh endlessly in anything they're in so yeah you can percent, yeah that entire that entire bit but yeah Jonah Hill it's always nice to see Michael Sarah as well so yeah four out of four out of, uh, five for me she was at an eight and it's number one in the movie now there you go number one Emma Stone movie, guys so <laughs>
1: congratulations we, we can just end the podcast the end. there that's it yeah. number one podcast And uh, film is just super bad <laughs>
0: Moving on to The Rocker, which is a movie from 2008 directed by Peter Catamio. It stars Rain Wilson, uh, obviously Emma Stone, uh, a bunch of others. Uh, Christina Applegate's in there. Josh Gad. Yep, yeah. cameos from. Uh, Josh Gad's in the main character. Cameos from Bradley Cooper, Will Arnett, Fred Armisen. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis is in there. It, it's a stacked comedy cast, but can you tell me the plot to this movie, always?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, Robert. Fish is played by Rayden Wilson, and he's an extremely talented drummer, and um, he plays for this band Vesuvius. But he gets dropped by the band when they get picked up to sort of get signed, um, because the label that wants to sign them wants to replace the drummer with, uh, you know, like his son or something, Um, and so sort of for the next twenty years, you know, Fish is just full of regret, obviously because Vesuvius go on to be a, a huge sort of band and, um, you know, he loses his job, he loses his you know, girlfriend. Um, but he sort of sees a second shot at stardom when his nephew, played by Josh Gad, recruits him to sort of play with their band at prom. Um, and he sort of gets a little bit too deep into it and, and starts them booking gigs and, and hitting the road with them and taking it a little bit too seriously.
0: Yeah, and this chaos ensues from there. It's Yeah. Uh yeah, like I said, a stark <clears> cast. I had no clue but also had no clue that the movie no existed. Clue. Yeah. Um at all. I'd never heard of this movie before. Um it was a Fox movie from two thousand and eight, so you can kinda guess the sort of comedy era written. <laughs> um so yeah, a late two thousands comedy is just very yeah. much a run sort of the mill sort of Yeah, it it was it, yeah, just sort of run of the mill um very paint by numbers situation in yeah. terms of that that kind of overall story. I think the beginning bit, um, the, the prologue sequence is quite funny. I, I'm getting yeah. chucked out the band. I thought that was quite amusing. But then it just sort of loses its way. I think it, it 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 never really fully hits the right comedic beats for me. I don't think they ever really I don't know if Rain Wilson has the power to to um sort of lead a movie of this calibre. Yeah. Um and and still I hold agree. it I, comedically there were some chuckles um and i kind of like stuff mainly from josh gadd i think yeah. josh gadd was sort of the the funnier person in this emma stone um i even I forget the other guy's name i don't even know who it was the the main guitar player with the long longer hair Forget yeah. the uh, their sort of love interest sort of situation it's all very run-of-the-mill as well it just feels so it's so generic it could be a parody movie in that in, in a, like a, one of the parody movies you see on like a poster in the background yeah, of another yeah. movie. It is that kind of movie. It's a movie from another movie. It's not a real, it doesn't feel like a real movie in any way. <laughs> um, yeah, just so run-of-the-mill generic and paint my numbers. I, yeah, I don't know what else, I don't know what you thought. I, I
1: enjoyed it, but I mean, I, I agree with all of that. You know, I think I enjoyed it as a sort of like, a very sort of disposable Friday morning, you know, easy sort of way to start the day kind of watch. Um i i agree the prologue is so funny um you've got rain wilson running at like what 60 miles an hour and <laughs> he's like he's like gets run over and he comes like it's just it you know watching that i was like oh this is you know i mean, for a good time and i think i think it is it is charming but it's it's just a bit generic i have to agree um I don't think Rain Wilson was good casting. No, um, I like. I I get what they were going for, but just considering the talent in this film, like, you know, Bradley Cooper, Jason Sudeikis, you know, Will yeah. Arnett, there was so, like you could have taken any of those other actors, and put 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 them in that role, and it probably would have been so much more investing. I just, I just, I don't know what I, 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 I just, yeah, I didn't
0: love his performance. I, I think if you, if you switch rein for well, uh, Fred Armisen, who is one of the people in the, in the, ba- in the yeah. original band, Fred Armisen is yeah. hilarious in yeah. basically anything he does, and I think he would have been such a great lead for this movie. Um, anyone from that era, Saturday Night Live, would have been a great lead for this movie. I could have seen Andy Samberg in this movie, like that's it, he seems like a, another. He's just not old yeah. enough yet. He would have been old enough at the time, but an Andy Samberg now maybe would have been sort of the, the right. I agree. Sit, I agree. Right yeah. age, but. Yeah, it it just such a miscast. I just don't think he really has the the chops to sort I of I think I think
1: the jokes that were supposed to be funny, like him, like his arrogance that was supposed to come across as funny just came across as, as annoying. Yeah. Um I think and like the sort of traits that were supposed to be like comedic and sort of flaws and things that he works on to me was were really grating. Um and, like, my favourite part of this film is the dynamic between the sort of three teenagers. Again, I, I forget that... I also forget the third I, guys. Name. Yeah, I
0: don't know their names. I don't know, um, them, as, I know them as Emma, Josh, and the other one. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah,
1: yeah. I I enjoyed that the most. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoyed their sort of experience with stardom and... Um, but again, the film doesn't focus on that enough. Like, I thought Emma Stone was genuinely great in it. Yeah. When she, she gets really a is. chance to, like, when she gets a chance. Like, her character was probably, you know, not to say one of the most interesting, but, like, she seemed like the most interesting. The film just never, like, peeled back those layers, really. There's, like, she's you the know, only, a couple of scenes, she's maybe. She's the only girl in it.
0: But, she's the only mm-hmm. girl in it as well. It could have been such an interesting sort of dynamic as well to focus on the fact that she was she, she's the only girl in this sort of, like, rock scene at the moment. Like, Exactly and, because they, they
1: they talk about that. They talk about how yeah. she's this sort of, you know, strange punk rock girl, and you know the guys or have this sort of desire, you know, for girls and stuff. And I think that would have been such a, an interesting dynamic to sort of peel back at, but we don't get in. Like you know, there's a couple of scenes where we sort of see a little bit of it, but like it's not it's not enough.
0: I think. No, I in, in my opinion, really isn't. No, I don't think it really is at all. It's, it's, yeah, it's, i uh, yeah, like I, I say, I say it once again. It's just so, just generic for the time. You, you've seen mm-hmm. this movie before. I feel like you've watched this movie before. You've watched. Yeah. It follows all the same kind of structures. It follows all the same kind of like the the falling out at the end and then getting back up, getting back together. Like I've like in the last twenty minutes for some reason they always seem to do that in these kind of movies. Um. Any band movie,
1: School of Rock. Watch yeah. School of Rock instead? School of Rock is, it. Th- to me, School of Rock is is the rocker, but better. It's yeah. the same sort of idea. Mm-hmm. You know, failed Watch rock Hero star Vision. looking at a shot. What your Her- yeah? It's like it's like failed rock star wanting redemption. Yeah. Um and and you know what? Like I, like I'm bagging on it a lot. I did enjoy it, but it yeah. is just it is just very. There are better movies to be watching. I think.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. Hundred percent. And yeah, Emma Stone wasted. But what are you gonna do? I mean, it's she's still I mean, in it's a supporting her second role, role not, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's still not quite there yet. She's still doing her things. I think, I think one of the issues from this comes from people. that I think Fox banked too much on Rainn Wilson because this comes out yeah. midway through The Office. This was this was yeah. about this was 2008, so The Office had been on for three years at that point. Makes sense. Really to be ho- fair, but they were really hoping for him to just hit the big time and yeah, it, it just doesn't doesn't get there. It just doesn't get there at all. Have we we touched on Emma? Do you want to touch on Emma a bit more? I mean, is there much much, much else to say? There's not
1: not much else to say. I mean, she's, you know, again, a a small supporting role. Um, I think it's a testament to how good she is that she is probably one of the best parts of it. She also learned to play bass for the movie, which I think is really cool. Um, I will say this this to me seems like a a first film. This was obviously her second, this came after Super Bad. This feels like a first film yeah. and super bad feels like a sort of later in the career, you know, second, third film. Um I think, you know, n- not to say, yeah, I just think there's always first films are usually a bit rough around the edges, trying to find your footing. Um and, and yeah, this, this sort of gives me that impression certainly more than, than super bad did.
0: Yeah. Um, so what are you thinking for a rating then? What are you thinking of five for The Rocker? Uh,
1: two. I'm probably going to go two. Um, I, yep. I, I was going to go three, but when I think about where we're going to go in terms of the other films we're going to discuss, um, and just in terms of, like, really, you know, whether I would watch this again, probably not in all honesty. Like, I, you know... It's not awful, but it's it's also not, you know, there there are better ways to spend your time.
0: Yeah, and if you I forgot to mention, if you do want to give these a watch, Superbad is on Netflix, and The Rocker yeah. is currently streaming on Disney Plus. Um, I would imagine Hulu in the US, depending on where you are. Uh so yeah, for me, I think I thought you were going to go for free. I really did think yeah. you were going to go for free, and that's why yeah. I'm going to stick. But I'm going to stick with two because that's I where I think it was. I think Yeah. Not. As soon as the finished movie I was like yeah no if there's a 2 out 2 or 5 movie I am um, I
1: was I was going to go to 3, but I think just you know again as we were talking about I was sort of thinking in terms of like you know uh, other films we're going to talk about and even just sort of other like films of this sort of caliber and I just yeah I don't know it's not it's not as good as some of the other ones
0: Yeah So that gives it a 4 Four out of ten. Four. So very half much. of Super, half of half super of, Bad. <laughs> and it's probably it's probably that's probably where it should be. Half is half of what super bad even is uh, as a comedy movie at all. So yeah, it's What what's next? Uh so yeah, next week we're doing House Bunny and the Ghost of Girlfriends Past. I have no clue how much of a role she has in these movies again because they are so early and I've never, I've not seen either of these movies before. So it'll be very interesting to go back and um, have a look at that. I've
1: never seen either. I've never even heard of the Ghost of Girlfriends Past. I'll be honest.
0: That's a Matthew McConaughey film. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's a Matthew McConaughey movie.
1: Emma's, Emma, like, look, fair enough, say what you want about The Rocker, but like, look at the cast of Superbad and The Rocker. Like, yeah. Emma went straight into that, like, it's no and then wonder. Matthew McConaughey by her fourth, fourth
0: goal—that's insane. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at. We could just have a look. So again, we'll just, just, just talk about what's what's coming up. So I mean, uh, the week after that, we've got the paper, Paperman and Zombieland. I believe. Yep. In, in the UK, Paperman is called the Unlikely Hero or something. I, have you seen Have you like seen that? it? I've not seen it. Um, I
1: I have. It's 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 weird in a very good way. It's a very Edinburgh Film Festival movie. Ah, in a good in a good way. In a good way. 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 I yeah, I enjoyed Ryan Reynolds, yeah.
0: Yeah. Easy Eight after that, the week after that, Easy A and Friends of Benefits. Uh, I've watched Easy A before. Um love that movie. Yeah. Uh, I believe I've watched Friends of Benefits before, but I can't remember Emma Stone being in it, so I'm worried this is gonna be like a one scene situation where we're gonna be like, yeah So (laughs) We can we can
1: find out, yeah, we can maybe reshuffle if if that's (laughs) the case.
0: Um yeah then week after that, Crazy Stupid Love and the Help. Um, Crazy Stupid Love one of my favourite rom-coms easy it's so funny Um, easy Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell in that movie uh, (laughs) great stuff and The Help not seen it before bit controversial these days I was about to say I'm
1: curious to see that one yeah because of everything Uh, that's gone on recently
0: Uh, moving into the week after that um, The Amazing Spider-Man and Gangster Squad this is her sort of moving into blockbuster territory here now with, with that Gwen Stacy obviously yeah, I I was massive crushing her in high school and uh, <laughs> same. So, <laughs> Who didn't? Yeah. Who didn't? And I love I love those movies. I love the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man movies and always wanted to watch Gangster Squad and now I have an excuse to watch Gangster yeah, Squad. Yeah, never seen it either.
1: It's great. I've heard it's I've heard it's the worst of the Gosling Stone films. Well,
0: well, what well, we can we can live out <laughs> and hope. Um, well, uh, so after that, also the Croods and the Amazing Spider-Man two. So nice. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. We uh, week after that, magic and the magic and moonlight. You ever seen that Woody Allen? I think. Um, no, never even heard of it. To be fair, you never heard of it. <laughs> and also no. Birdman and the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, whatever it's called. Is that? Is yeah. It? Yes, that's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is just song. an iconic just,
1: yeah.
0: movie. Yeah, iconic. Oh God! And then another controversial one after the week after that. Aloha, and Rational Man. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. It's... <laughs> She he herself apologizes for Aloha, to be fair. She does yeah. not. Yeah, I can't believe she took it, though. But yeah, oh my God. Great. Oh. <laughs> it, we're, we're, yeah, and then you get to the last last half year. I mean, La La Land and Battle of the Sexes the week after that. I mean, Battle of the Sexes, such a surprise for me. Underrated, I think. No one really talks yeah. about it. I really enjoyed Battle of the Sexes. Um, La La Land, obviously iconic and very, very much rated. So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine in that part. Uh yeah, favorite the favorite after that favorite in Line Two, and then The Croods Two and cruella So it was really, um, really up to date. I mean, it's like, so it's like, yeah. From
1: the ones that you've not seen, which one are you most intrigued to see? Do you think from the ones from the films that you haven't seen of of Emma's
0: Paperman? Just off of what you've said, I think that's one that's yeah. really interested me a little bit. Um there's random ones like Irrational Man I've never heard of before in my entire life yeah never never seen never heard of it Joaquin Phoenix yeah Joaquin Phoenix in that one Um, Gangster Squad of course for reasons already mentioned that's one I've wanted to watch since I was wee not wee but you know like a teenager (laughs) since he was a um, a wee boy yes since I was a wee bab I've always wanted to watch Gangster Squad but my mum wouldn't let me (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah no it wasn't even that I just hadn't I couldn't I couldn't go and see it in the cinemas because I didn't really go to the cinemas I yeah. had it in my prime watch list I, on prime video when I first got prime video I had it in that oh nice for ages I never watched it for some reason despite the fact that I've always yeah, yeah, wanted to yeah. watch it just one of those ones but yeah I, a great filmography I don't know this is just a bad time I don't know I don't know what else to talk about really other than that but that's that's the look ahead for um, the coming weeks and that'll be take us right through to some, November some,
1: some good weeks in there to be fair yeah like um, I mean, you know, I, I'm personally looking forward to the Crudes and the Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Um Very different films, but also just both very fun films. I think.
0: You a big fan of the Crudes? I would have taken you for a man that likes the Crudes.
1: We'll we'll see. We'll find out whether I am or not. <laughs> I, saw oh. Croods 2. I saw the Crudes too. I saw the Crudes too pretty recently though. Um, because it's I've obviously been, it's, it's obviously out at the time yes. of recording this. It's it's out in cinemas.
0: Making my all through that on hulu right now but i've not finished it yet so we'll <laughs> see we'll see how it goes so yeah that 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 does it for the first episode of um emma stoners is that what we're calling it yeah it's emma stoners called, um, Emma stoners, uh a 35 minute movies podcast um you can find more uh of this on our youtube channel 35 minute movies you can find our vin diesel series and our old sort of news based series we did no that's not on there but on the spotify it is So if you go to Spotify, iTunes, all that, you can find all the podcasts we have ever done. Um, You can go to ohifilms.com. That's my website where I post reviews. And also have another uh, podcast with Jordy Steele called For Eyes and the Giant, which is a great watch. We do nerdy news, uh, nerdy news, not nerdy news, nerdy topics, and then (laughs) just a general discussion of what we've watched that week. Uh, I'm on Twitter at CamsoOG and Instagram. So yeah, just follow me there and you get lots of updates from me. What about you, Oasis? Where can the people find you? You can find
1: me on Twitter at Oasis Oasis, um, always tweeting about movies and life stuff, and um, yeah, on the dot com, um, where I post. I occasionally post um, reviews and stuff. So, yeah, I, I can't believe we're doing this, and we're still. Yep. Yeah.
0: Emma Stone, I, I, I I'm glad we, we nearly talked about moving into doing the, um, the old format again, but I'm glad we're keeping with this because it does, yeah. make me watch the movies, and I like the fact and that we've it's got, me watch
1: the we've got, we've got, we've got a plan, we've got a plan yeah. for the future. As well we have a great plan. <laughs> we've got a plan. we've got a
0: plan. We've got a great plan. So yeah, next week is the House Bunny and Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Please join us then. Get subscribed, um, and get following, and please share with your friends. We'll see you next week with more Emma Stone.